and welcome to Got to the Boot, the brand new podcast that looks at the unfortunate people taking the blame for all of your team's problems. Every episode, I'll be taking a look at the managers who, despite their very best efforts, couldn't avoid getting the sack and being thrown back into the dreaded managerial merry-go-round. Let's start with the story of the man who was quite literally given football's mission impossible. The chosen one who very quickly turned into the wrong one. So Alex gave me a call asked me to come to his house and we went in and the first thing he said to me, he says, uh, I'm retiring. And I said, yeah, when? You know, because he was never retiring, was he? And he says, next week. And his next words were, and you're the next Manchester United manager. So I didn't get a chance to say yes or no. David Moyes, manager of Manchester United, one of, if not the biggest football club in the world. In 2018, it's a thought that will make United fans squirm and rival fans roar with laughter, myself included. But believe it or not, back in 2013, the reaction to Moyes being named as the successor to Sir Alex Ferguson was relatively positive. Well, at least I thought it was anyway. It was a case of out with the old and in with the new at first. Edward Wood was the new man in charge in the boardroom, and fresh coaching staff were appointed, with United legends Ryan Giggs and Phil Neville coming in. Okay, maybe Phil Neville, a United legend, is a bit of a stretch, but we'll go with it. Some of Moyes' team from Everton joined too, with Steve Round as assistant manager and Chris Wood as goalkeeping coach, a former England number one nonetheless. It was all going smoothly so far until the football started. So the transfer window is open, United are off on the regular pre-season tour, and a fact often forgotten, battling to keep one of their star players. In the weeks before Sir Alex stepped down, Wayne Rooney had reportedly asked to leave the club for the umpteenth time. Maybe he saw what was to come. Either way, despite interest from Chelsea in the summer of 2013, Rooney stayed put and focus turned towards strengthening the squad. As Moyes explained on BBC Radio 5 Live back in 2017, there are a few big deals in the offing. I'd spoke to Gareth Bale a couple of times. He had his heart set and going to, heart set and going to Real Madrid. We tried to, we tried to change it. I tried to convince him, but we couldn't do so. We offered more money to Tottenham at that time. Cesc Fabregas, who I spoke to on the phone several times, uh, was not sure of his place in the Barcelona team. And I remember him saying to me, you know, if I don't start the first game at Barcelona, then I'll definitely be looking to join you. And he started the first game at Barcelona. So small things you wait, you know, you're waiting on, on things happening. But I don't want it to sound like hard luck stories because there was other players, you know, I, I wanted other players to join as well. But they were the two who I think, to me, looked like Manchester United players. So no bail or Fabregas, and that wasn't the end of it. Bids for Sami Khedira were rejected and a loan move for left-back Fabio Contral broke down at the last minute. In between that was a joint £28 million bid for Everton's Maroran Fellaini and Leighton Baines in July, a move that was dismissed as insulting. What makes it weirder was that reportedly there was a clause in Fellaini's contract that would allow him to be sold for £23.5 million in July. Instead, Moyes decided to wait until the last day of the transfer window to get him, paying £4 million more. The ultimate definition of panic buy, you may say. Anyways, on to the 2013-14 season. The first in the post-Ferguson era. 
well, at least it started well. The Community Shield was won comfortably against Wigan and the first two games of the Premier League season went without major incidents, a win and a draw, before United headed to Anfield which would be the start of the long downfall of Moyes. A 1-0 loss to Liverpool, their fiercest rivals, dropping out of the top four and they would not make it back there for the rest of the season. A performance the BBC Sport website described as lacking in inspiration, purpose and threat. Moyes tried to put a brave face on it in his post match interview. I thought we played well. I think the players done done everything. We didn't finish it off or we maybe didn't get the, the best quality ball in the box at different times. But we had the we had the three or four chances and we never really took one of them today. Now I remember going on Twitter after the game and seeing the hashtag Moyes out. It seemed ridiculous that this was being thought of already. After all, he had a six year contract, was handpicked by Sir Alex Ferguson to replace him as well. That's like being chosen by the Pope to carry out all his duties because he doesn't want to do them anymore. Surely being sacked was unthinkable. United won their first game after the international break against Crystal Palace, but even that was marred by the antics of Ashley Young, doing his best Tom Daly impression during the game. Which Moyes openly criticised. Admirable maybe, but perhaps the first signs of not all being well in the dressing room. Rumours of a fallout with star striker Robin Van Persie persisted throughout the season. Either way, any positive energy from that game was gone immediately after, with United being thumped 4-1 by Manchester City at the Etihad, their worst defeat at the home of the City rivals for nine years. Then a 2-1 defeat to West Brom. The winner was scored by a certain Saido Berahino, you know, when he was actually being touted as a star of the future. How things change. After that, United did go on a seven-game unbeaten run. It wasn't the most glamorous run, though. A 1-0 home win against league leaders Arsenal, being complemented with draws against Southampton and Cardiff City. By the time the 4th of December 2013 came around, they were still eighth in the table and about to get a rude awakening by Moyes' former side. That's the sound of Everton fans celebrating after Brian Oviedo scored a late winner to give the Blues a 1-0 win at Old Trafford. For Moyes, it must have been the most horrible experience. He thought he'd upgraded to first class, but then discovered later that the first class was being offered by Ryanair and would have been much better off staying in economy. A second 1-0 defeat followed at home against Newcastle four days later. At this point, they'd lost as many league games at home as they'd won. Things did pick up, however. Four straight wins put them back back into contention for the top four. Then it fell apart again with a 2-1 loss to Spurs on New Year's Day. A few days later, they lost by the same scoreline to Swansea in the third round of the FA Cup. After that game, a certain Manchester United fan gave his opinion to the full-time Devils YouTube channel. Moyes, uh, a monkey in a suit could do a better job, but some United players just don't care anymore. How can a team win it by 11 points and turn into this shambles in a space of six months? I just want anybody but David Myers in charge. Give it gigs it to the end of the season. We'll have more from Andy a bit later on.
Now, whilst it may be difficult to remember, whilst the Premier League was turning out to be a bit of a disaster for Manchester United, bar the FA Cup defeat to Swansea, in the cup competitions they were doing alright. In the Champions League they comfortably won their group, in the League Cup they were through to the semi-finals against lowly Sunderland. Maybe there was going to be a silver lining to Moyes' season. Oh, they, um, they got knocked out of the League Cup on penalties and then lost the first leg of their Champions League last 16 match with Olympiakos 2-0. Uh, prompting this reaction from Moyes in his post-match interviews. I'm just surprised that I, I didn't see that, that level of performance coming. I didn't see that. I take responsibility to my team and uh, I'll, always, I'll always front it up and that's what it is. We, we didn't play well tonight. All was good in the end though, as United rallied to win 3-0 at Old Trafford in the second leg to set up a quarter-final with the holders Bayern Munich. A more than respectable one-all draw at home in the first leg was followed by a 3-1 defeat in the second leg, but still a decent first European campaign for the chosen one. Little did he know at the time he wouldn't get the chance to go one better. Back in the Premier League now, and the chance of United making the top four were becoming slimmer by the day. They were effectively gone by the end of March. A 3-0 home loss to both Liverpool and Man City. Before the Liverpool game, Moyes had said the visitors were the favourites going into the match. A fact that might have been true, considering the respective league form, but it's not something you would ever hear Sir Alex say. Straight after the City game, with no doubt that Manchester was blue again, Andy Tate, who we heard from earlier, had a few things to say, once again to the full-time Devils channel. Next Tuesday, April Fool's Day, he's the biggest fool in Manchester, and that is you, David Myers. You have lost the fans tonight. You don't deserve the fans. You don't deserve anything from this club. You got the job on the technicality of a legend who recommended you. You are nothing, you are a fool, and you are a waste of time. Good night. Well, April Fool's Day passed, with Moyes still in charge. He even managed to make it to April 20th for his return to Goodison Park. Knowing anything but a win would end United's chances of qualifying for next season's Champions League. As you should probably be able to figure out by now, it didn't go according to plan. Well, we, we had played very well in the first half and uh, to go 2-0 down was, wasn't what I expected, but if you can see the goals the way we did, but it was two counter-attack goals. We had passed the ball really well, kept the ball, but didn't have the final pass, didn't have a killer through ball or the little bit we was needed in the final third. So, disappointing, but uh, I didn't think we deserved to go 2-0 down at half-time, that was for sure. A 2-0 defeat to Everton, another interview where Moyes was either making excuses, saying his team played well when they were actually rubbish, or simply looking like a broken man. It was to be the final straw. It was leaked to the press the day after the Everton game that Moyes was going to be sacked. Nothing official from the club though, but he knew his time was up. Now, I'm not sure how I'd feel, or what I'd do if I found out I was going to be sacked before it actually happened, but the way David Moyes did it was quite interesting. The next morning, he drove into Carrington, Manchester United's training ground, after he was called to a meeting at 8am by Ed Woodward. Seems all normal, right? Well, except he turned up at 5am. Yep, he turned up for his own sacking three hours early. 
It was reported afterwards that he went early because he didn't want the paparazzi to be capturing his every move when he arrived. A sensible thought. But even still, you usually arrive early to make a good impression. I don't think you can do that when you're being sacked. Surely there was a temptation to just not turn up at all. Then again, what if that meeting was actually to discuss transfer targets for the next season? Maybe it wasn't such a bad idea after all. Manchester United manager David Moyes has been sacked just 10 months after succeeding Sir Alex Ferguson, with Ryan Giggs named as interim boss. And that was that. The nine-month reign of David Moyes as Manchester United manager was over. A disaster from beginning to end. Looking back, he truly did have the impossible task, and there's no telling whether any other boss would have done any better. It was just the fact he was hand-picked by Sir Alex Ferguson that makes things worse in the end, not to mention Moyes' blasé reaction to it all, saying he'd basically been told he'd got the job, rather than go through some sort of application process. He inherited a team that had cruised to a 20th league title the year before, which was mainly down to the goals of Van Persie and the continued brilliance of Ferguson until his very last game in charge. The squad needed a significant overhaul, which didn't happen. The players seemed to turn against him, and the fans certainly did. In the end, as that banner said on the plane which flew over Old Trafford during a game that season, David Moyes was the wrong one. So that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Let us know what you made of what you heard and what other managerial disasters we should be covering. Our email is gottheboot at gmail.com and you can also follow us on social media. We're Got to Boot Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again and see you next time. Got to boot.